What's up, everybody? Dr. Ray. And, uh, oh, yeah, I should check that all my sound and everything is actually working correctly. So let's do that quick. But uh, we are going to be talking about crypto. And, uh, yeah, it's working perfect. We are going to be talking about cryptocurrency today. Um, not so much from an investment standpoint as we are going to talk about like its uses. And do I think that crypto and blockchain are useful or not? Um, I've been doing a lot of research on crypto lately. I've invested in it. Um, I can tell you what I I own actually like probably like I've owned like 20 coins for a year or two, probably closer to two years, actually, maybe a year and a half, something like that. I've owned a bunch of coins. Um, I recently one of the newest coins I'm buying is Floki. And but uh, anyway, I'm not really trying to talk about investing. I just want to tell you that, yeah, I do invest in this stuff sick of swinging this thing around um i do you know i'm not trying to talk about investing in this but i want to talk about like the use like is this beneficial um so i run into while i'm using crypto for things what i find is that it's the biggest pain in the world to like transfer crypto between wallets and buy crypto and the fees are astronomically high sometimes for example i went to use eth um, erythium uh, over the weekend and just the gas fee just the fee to use it was like $250 so like I'm running into all these interesting like problems and I started to ask myself like is this stuff ever gonna make it because for me to buy like certain bad coins that are out there like meme coins I have to like jump through hoops and sign up for like several different services and I can't just like really quickly like buy them. So I started to think like, is this going anywhere? Like what are we really doing here with crypto? And I know some of the advantages and disadvantages of it and like I know where it really shines, but I have this feeling, this gut feeling that the people who think that this is gonna be, to be the be all end all to like the banking system and stuff, I don't see it doing doing that. So, um, all right. Let's uh, let me read something to you guys that I found. So I'm in this group, and uh, this group that I'm in is basically a bunch of people who their goal or they are extremely wealthy. And when I say extremely wealthy, we're talking like people that have helicopters, people that are hecto millionaires. And I mean like 100 million plus. Um, I'm in the group as one of the people that would like to be there. <laughs> but it's a very small group of individuals who talk about things, um, best schools, uh, best jobs, best ways to make money fast, um, how to sell your company, different kind of topics like that. Anyway, within this group, there have been a few discussions on cryptocurrency. And the people in this group generally, you know, we're talking about like people who have sold $50 million companies or the people. So they're very bright people for the most part. Um, but there was a post in here and I'm going to read it to you guys because I think that it is really interesting. We're talking about what's right and wrong about the post too, because I don't agree with it. I'm just bringing it up for discussion. So listen to what was written. 
and then let's talk about it a little bit. And it's, it's, it's like five paragraphs, it's a little long. Crypto is a speculative, speculative asset that has no intrinsic value or use yet. Okay, I do think that that statement right there is wrong. There are uses right now that are very good, especially like within the blockchain, like being able to exchange money like across countries and stuff like that is crypto's made it super easy to do that kind of stuff. I can exchange money with anyone in the world. So while I don't, I think there is use. I think there is some great use for it. It's also like can provide very secure transactions. Um, so I think that there's some really good use actually. Um, and they say, while that can change, it hasn't changed yet. So I disagree with that. Um, now, what they do say is the dollar cost per transaction is so high and the number of transactions that can be processed per minute is so low and so inefficient that say a visa transaction is to make the currency useless for day-to-day -day transactions. So basically what they're saying is that like for day-to-day -day transactions, crypto is a pretty bad, pretty bad at that. And they're correct. Like it would be terrible to go grocery shopping with crypto or something like that. It's totally not designed for that. And it's, it's not gonna be able to replace that yet. Now, as far as them saying that the dollar cost per transaction is relatively high, that's true if you're talking about certain crypto assets. Um, but there are other ones out there like Nano, which are 100% free. So you gotta remember that, but it's still like not an easy thing to do. It's not like as easy as like paying with my credit card. Um, okay. Crypto is held as a hedge against stock market crashes or inflation, but in multiple uh, inflationary cycles, it hasn't performed well as a hedge. And in the last market crashed, it crashed on a one-to-one -one level with the market. This is 100% true. Crypto is not really following what we thought it would do. Like we thought when the market would go down, like crypto would go up and, and sometimes it's doing that, but you know, it's it's staying pretty much with the market itself. Market's up right now, crypto's up right now. Market goes down, you know, it's kind of like stick, <laughs> sticking, <coughs> sticking with that bull bear market. Okay. It isn't on a per transaction or overall basis a green solution which is ironic since many younger folks tend to push it and they're more about like green solutions. So that is very true. Um, cryptocurrency is using tons of energy and it's actually really being almost very bad. It's using like some of the coins are using as much energy as some countries. So that's true. Um, that is something that is not good. It is, it is not necessarily that great for that. Um, it's held as an alternative asset class without providing the intrinsic value of any uh, traditional asset class. I would agree with that. For example, they go on to say something. They say the U.S. dollar is backed by the Federal Reserve, the taxpayers, and the GDP of America, basically the entire financial system. Gold is backed by its use for, you know, hundreds of years. Um, Crypto is based on the speculation of the day. So that this is 100% correct that, and I see someone's commenting. So, hey, how you doing? Um, they're trying to understand crypto, but this is 100% correct that 
cryptocurrency isn't really based on anything like the dollar is based on like our government and we back it all with gold but like crypto is really like so speculative it's very volatile so like it's it's not like surprising that certain certain assets will jump like 50 to 100 percent in minutes um which is extremely high volatility could you imagine if our dollar did that could you imagine if, if like a country's currency did that? Um, you went to buy a TV and one minute it was $100 and the next minute it was $200 and five minutes later it was 175. Like that's the volatility of crypto assets. Even Bitcoin, which is pretty much the most stable can jump very significantly like 10 plus percent in minutes. Um, that's not as common, it stays much more stable than that but it happens quite a bit. I mean, in fact, just three months ago, Bitcoin was 50% lower than it is today. So um, that's what makes it very volatile. It really is based on nothing, especially with the fact that the meme, um, meme coins are just kind of fly, will fly up in value. Um, so someone asked, how is this different from, how is crypto different from Bitcoin or the meme coins? It's not really. Bitcoin um, is just happens to be the most popular coin out there, but it's a cryptocurrency just like all others. Um, but what you have to remember is that each coin itself does is designed or does something different. Like certain coins don't use a lot of energy. Certain coins use lots of energy. Certain coins are super cheap to send. Super, some coins are very expensive. Like they all, the coins each can do different things, which makes it very interesting and cool. Um, so while in a general sense, it's all cryptocurrency, when you start to examine each coin, it's like, okay, you have different shoes. Like I have flip-flops, I got winter boots. The coins are kind of like that. Like they're all in the category of crypto coins, but they each do something, or are designed for something slightly different. Um, and then someone just commented, do I have to read about the squid game meme coin? And yes, so what happened is um, there was this coin and it was called squid based on the squid game and all these people were buying it. But if you read about the coin before you buy it, bought it, it said that you can't sell the coin until at least 51% of the people who own the coin decide they can sell it. So what happened, um, is that everyone kept saying in all the forums like do not buy this coin it's a uh it's a scam because what's going to happen is probably the owner owns 51 percent they're going to decide to sell it when it hits a certain level and everyone else is, is going to be worthless and that's exactly what happened um, they decided to sell the coin last night actually and everyone who owned it lost all their money and it's it was just a bad investment but that so there's lots of like scams around crypto coins um, but it's pretty easy not to be scammed. You just have to do a tiny bit of research and don't buy coins like that random one. Whenever you're buying any of the meme coins, yes, you're, you're, you're gambling, you're, you're rolling the dice. When you're buying a coin like Bitco Bitcoin um, or any of the good ones, um, one of my favorite ones is Algo, um, you're buying coins that are have a much more stable life, but they can still have very big volatile swings up and down. So someone asked, do you have to buy and sell quickly? Not necessarily, no, um, not at all. But you do need to, it depends what your goals are. Like if your goal is to buy Bitcoin and hold on to it for 10 years, 
because you think it's a really good asset and going to go up, then you buy it and hold on to it. And you don't watch the everyday swings. That's no different from the stock market, um, whether you buy and sell quickly. If your goal is to make 10% and get out, or if it drops you know, a certain amount, get out, then yeah, you're going to need to watch it and, and buy and sell very quickly. So yeah, absolutely, you're going to have to do that. All right. So those are my questions for now. Let me go and finish, read more of this, um, what they say in this forum. All right. So crypto value has no more basis in current reality than the GME meteoric rise. All right. And this discussion place that they say wouldn't, wouldn't have supported anyone throwing 20% of their network into the GME pump and dump. Could timing the GME pump and dump been insanely profitable? Sure. Uh, but this place and community of large does not support doing that with significant amounts of net worth. Now, remember, we're talking about people who are like hecto millionaires, like people who literally fly, like have heli private helicopters and stuff. Um, okay, so let's talk about what they just wrote and what do I, if I agree or what I think about it now. So crypto has no, they say, has no more basis than the GME meteor huge rise of GameStop. And if you, you know, know me, you know I was one of the people who did invest in GameStop before it had its big rise. But yes, they're pretty much correct. It's going up based on like people buying more of it. It's not going up because it's not like a company. It's not like uh, you know, Apple's going up and as a you know, market cap based on like its sales and profitability every year. Like there's there's an asset behind Apple, um, but there's no asset behind these coins other than people buying them, they go up and sell them, they go down, which is exactly what is happening with all the meme pump and dump stocks. GameStop, great company, but didn't need to, the way that it went up so quick was all based on people just buying more and more. There are a million pump and dumps every day. There, there was, you know, we used to have penny stocks and pink pink sheets, pump and dumps. I mean, just pump and dumps all the time in this within the financial stock market. So that's nothing new, and that's basically what crypto coins are. Um, they're perceived value to an extent, and that's why I said like I'm buying Floki right now. I have Shibcoin. They're meaningless, worthless coins that I just hope go up because enough people think that they want to buy them, and I hope like throwing in like a hundred dollars into each of those a long time ago well floki's brand new throwing in a hundred dollars into it if it goes up like five thousand percent that's like all of a sudden i've got like five hundred thousand dollars or whatever million dollars so you know taking those kind of chances with a little bit of money um okay so i do agree mostly with what they just that paragraph at least okay reading on checking questions here all right you can sit here and pretend that stocks are the same as crypto. The difference is stocks have some of parts analysis and are continually done in order to figure out their yearly earnings, provide profit combined with inherent value of the inventory buildings, combined with the perceived value of the brand is worth something. Crypto goes up if people buy more and goes down if people sell more, but inherently just a one and a zero. Nothing stops someone from making another. Okay, so let's stop there. So this is basically what I just said. Yes, where stocks are different than crypto and that stocks have this inherent value behind them. Like a company, you know, Apple owns plants and manufacturing and like the company has value, right? But as far as them saying that 
the brand is worth something, I would say that crypto has that too. The, the brand is absolutely worth something. Bitcoin is worth something because of the names too, just like Nike and Apple and Microsoft. So I would say that crypto has that exact same thing. So I would agree and disagree with their statement. All right. Nothing stops someone from making another cryptocurrency tomorrow and another one the next day and so forth. So you're speculating on which crypto wins the race. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So yeah, that's totally true. There are a bunch of coins and I can go create a coin right now and so can all of you watching this. You can go create coins. I can create a coin in 10 minutes. Um, the, the difficulty is marketing and getting people to actually buy that coin. So while it's easy to create coins, it's not easy to get a coin to be super popular. So yes, we can make coins, but it's not as easy as just making a coin and having a million people go out and buy it. It doesn't work that way. It's, it's, it's a little competitive and tough to do that, um, but you can do that and be a scammer, like the Squid Game thing that I just talked about, like people did do that. Um, so yeah, so there is some of that. And like the meme coins, that's exactly what's happening. Um, you know, we've already seen that using crypto to buy a slice of pizza is woefully inefficient. And even Tesla is saying, nah, maybe we can't buy cars with it yet. Yeah, I kind of already talked about that. Like crypto is terrible it's at day-to-day -day purchases. It's totally not what, not, not what it was designed for. And we shouldn't be saying that that's what it's going to do. Like, I don't know why we're, why we're trying to make that happen. It's not ready for that. Maybe someday it'll, it'll be ready for that, but it's totally not ready to like replace money on a one-to-one -one scale whatsoever. Um, so we're just not there yet. It's, it's not designed for that. Like that's not what blockchain is designed to do. Blockchain is designed to create like secure transactions across borders and stuff like that. Um, help save fees when you're talking about like making a large purchase. It's not designed to like buy a slice of pizza or a car. Um, so I, I, but I think it's important that this person makes that point because like even on the cryptocurrency like Reddit and stuff like that, that there are people who believe that crypto is going to take over a bank. But what those people aren't don't get and what they're not, what what a lot of people making that claim don't get is like I want a bank. Like when I was going to buy my house and I had a down payment, like I wanted that in a bank that was like insured. And like if the money got stolen or lost, like the bank was going to pay me back for it. Like if you, if I had my money in like crypto wallet and like it got lost, like I would be out of luck, man. Like no, nothing I could do. It would just be done, like completely gone. I would be, I wouldn't lose it. Like it's my responsibility in a wallet all of a sudden. Like I'm supposed to be like a cybersecurity expert and I'm supposed to know how to send everything and do everything correctly or I lose it. So like I want the bank to do that. So like it's not gonna replace banks. Like we banks actually provide a good service that crypto can't provide. And it's not designed to. So people saying it's gonna replace banks, I don't, that, that's, I don't see that happening whatsoever. Um, I also, I also don't understand, no, not me, the person who wrote this, how people could support a currency where one of the primary benefits is a lack of traceability, um, which lends itself to tax fraud and illegal activity. And this is something that is true. Um, it's interesting though, because the whole point of the blockchain was that it 
can prevent money laundering, but there are lots of ways around it because of the ability to be anonymous. So this is kind of one of those things that's going to go both ways and, and it's kind of interesting. We'll see where it goes. Um, but what was it? So the person who the person who held our gas line, if you remember in America, the uh, the gas problem that someone held the pipe, made the pipeline stop and held them hostage over a weekend, which caused like a gas shortage for about a week. Um, they paid in crypto and that crypto was returned via the FBI. So it is traceable and there are ways to get it back. But of course, that's like a huge company with millions of dollars in purchasing. They're not going to get back my hundred dollars. <laughs> Um, so anyway, that's that's about what the rest of the rest of the post just talks about, like your net worth and stuff, which isn't relevant to what I'm talking about right now. But it's interesting. Um, it's an interesting post and makes me think like, yeah, I think that the general public, like I say, crypto and I don't think they know a lot about it because it's not easy. And I think that's a big problem with crypto. To understand it and to buy it and sell it and use it, you gotta be, you gotta like take a course. And that's not convenient. That's not easy. It's not like just signing up for PayPal and using it. It's not like getting a bank account and just using it. It's like you gotta understand all these different coins and what their uses are and this and that, and then you gotta have know what the difference is between like your a wallet and what the difference is between like an institution. And how do you buy and sell from each of those? And why are there all these fees everywhere? And the fees seem really expensive, especially like for people only trying to invest like $50 or buy like $50. The fees are like terrible for them. The fees are great if you're putting in like $5,000 and you do it correctly, you can pay a little bit of money. But like if you're trying to put in like $10, like you can't even do it. It's just not, you lose all your money, especially if you buy the wrong coin. Like you trying to buy something with ETH for $10, just the fee to sell, to buy it is gonna be like $250 on top of your 10. So it's like not even worth it. So it becomes like you need like a training course on how to use crypto before you can use it. Like that's not easy, that's not gonna make that's the, the general public's never going to buy into something that's that complicated. So anyway, that's my my discussion, little discussion on crypto as I've been researching it, investing, playing around with it, buying and selling things with it. Um, you know, I, I think that there are there are some big advantages with blockchain and cryptocurrency, but I do not think that it's like a cha world changer like uh like some people are claiming it's not going to change the way we do business it's not going to change the way that we pay for things at least not at this point in time um it doesn't have advantages really that like the banks do and stuff that you know there are a lot of advantages the banks have and crypto has to be better than those advantages for us to change to it so you know that's what it's going to take i'm seeing some nice things come out of it like nano with no fees like that's awesome uh, some of the cryptos have low, like don't use any energy at all, hardly. Like we're still, okay, so now we're talking like some good stuff. Um, but like the the responsibility falling on me for security is not something that people are going to want to put their money into. Like they don't want to be responsible for the security of something. They want it to be in a bank and insured by the FDIC. So like, you know, 
those are my thoughts. That's uh, that's mostly all the stuff I wanted to talk about. Just been thinking about that all day for some reason, so I wanted to get it out there. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's time for me to play some games. This is my off time for the night. So, but I wanted to come on and just do an update. I need to do like a life update soon. I'll probably do that this week, hopefully, and uh, talk about like Halloween and all the cool stuff we did over the last few weeks. But uh, yeah, that's it for the crypto talk. Later, all.